Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, welcome back to Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion. We are here with our wildcard, super wildcard weekend wrap-up, divisional round predictions, with none other than Mr. Eric. How are you doing tonight? I am here, for sure. I'm doing oh, well, doing a... well. Whew! This is a, this is a toughie. Yep, <laughs> there's a reason a... they call it Super Wild Card Weekend, after all. That was... It was definitely a crazy weekend. Definitely interesting game. Everything you can imagine from playoffs. God, this and this bottle of Gatorade is fighting back. Open up, you... Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sliced up my finger and everything. God. Sheesh. Yeah, that Gatorade did not want to be open. No, he's like... Yeah, he's a... Come on! Here we go. We got it. <laughs> anyway, guys, we are here with our... Uh, wildcard weekend predictions, uh, divisional round, uh, I'm sorry, wildcard weekend wrap-ups, divisional round predictions. Uh, before we get into that, though, I do have one question to pose to you. Sure. How did you feel about the Bears-Saints-Nickelodeon game? It was hot. I'm not gonna lie, it was spicy. It was awesome. I'm not gonna, like, if it were up to me, I would have watched that over the CBS broadcast. And it's not even close. I, 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 for a little bit, I was actually watching it over the CBS broadcast. It was actually interesting. Yeah, I was a like, big fan of the slime zone. I was a big fan of Sean Payton getting same. slimed. I was a big same. fan of, of, of Mitch Trubisky winning the MVP. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I, I, genu I, loved... I genuinely hope that this expands the NFL to, to more broadcasting outside of CBS, uh, Fox, and NBC Fox and ESPN and pretty much. Because yeah. we, it moves to Nick, that eventually might become like Twitch. Like it, it could be huge. Well, they do it. They do it on Twitch every Thursday. Thursday games are on Twitch. Yes, sir. Why is Prime this the video. first time? I, that's. I mean, to be fair, my D and D nights are on Thursday. I never get to watch the Thursday yeah. games. They do them on Thursdays because it's Prime Video Day. Because they do Prime Video and whatever Thursday night football is normally on. Um, they do both. And uh, this 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 game was on Prime Video too. Huh. Well, yeah, that's still that's gonna open up some more things. Is my point? Like, pot, like maybe even like YouTube, like. Oh yeah, there's there's so many so much variety with it. Yeah, that yeah. could go into it because they're trying to expand outside of the main four that they normally do, and yeah. that's so, awesome. Yeah, that I, I, I'm excited for deals that. to do it. Yeah, I'm definitely super excited. Um, I think my favorite part about it, there, I I had a couple things I really liked about it. Uh, first off, the touchdown celebration when everything just. Like yeah, that was just the, amazing. The slime zone. Loved it. I was also a Loved big fan of, of Jimmy Graham catching that that touchdown pass. The oh end my gosh, that was disgusting. He's like, he, yeah. he caught it, and walked out. He's he like, walked out. Went, he went. He walked straight into free agency. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> um, my other favorite part was that because it's a kids network, they had um people explaining like characters from you know your normal Nickelodeon shows explaining. What things meant? Yeah, I thought that was right? cool too. They got my they boy had Nate, one for they a got holding my call. boy Nevada alumni Nate Burleson calling the game too. Yeah, it was super and cool. Yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. Eric, next next year they should have us call the Nickelodeon game. It's that true. would be something. I can't wait. Till that they would drop be a something ball. Super not okay with on TV though. <laughs> and we're gonna drop like a what the fuck was that? <laughs> 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 can you can you imagine us just getting up like like Devonte Adams is just built fucking different? different. <laughs> this man, listen, us casting a game would probably be the most memey thing ever. Like if we can, you know, refrain from cursing. Just like he, that man is just built different. Like if you're if you're Darius Slayer, what do you do? You don't do anything. It's right. DK Metcalf. I'm I, sorry, I, I, bro. I, I, he is just built different. I feel like <laughs> you and I would have too much fun though. Like there's a certain amount of seriousness that goes into that. Like can you like can you imagine? Like Jim Nance and Tony Romo being like, "What is this dude doing? Come on!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be great though. Like, I'm right? telling you, we would, we would, we would attract the younger generations. Let's be real. It's true. Let's be real. They, it would be great. Um, I, the NBA is doing that. They've been doing influencer um streams on NBA.com. Really? For certain games, yeah. For the NBA bubble playoffs. So who's they calling had, um, games? Like. Jake Paul. Well, so like, they have their normal. What? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So like they have their normal people, right? Their normal casters. Yeah. For the playoff games, then they had an influ. Like they had home away broadcasts, like they normally do. They have the 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 home team broadcasters, the away team broadcasters, and then they had the influencer program. Um, one game it was um, these dudes I watch uh, too hype. They make 
IRL basketball videos, uh, LSK and Jesser, they're in 100 Thieves as well. I know you know who 100 Thieves is. Yes. Um, and they, they basically casted the entire game. But it was just theirs. Like, it wasn't, like, all everything. It was, like, a separate program. I right. think that's really cool. Kind of like how Nickelodeon did their own casting. That's basically what they did for that. I thought I think that's amazing. I think they should expand on that more for every sport. That would yeah, be so that it's awesome. so entertaining to listen to and watch. Yeah, and that sounds big for them like to appeal to the crowd that yes, is on Instagram and Twitter and and exactly. TikTok and stuff and like not watching CBS Sports, you know. Exactly. Like uh, and and then you still appeal to the ol- the older crowd who's always likes their classic stuff because you still have that available. Yes. Who are going to watch the CBS and Fox and all that stuff. Exactly. Like so, that stuff you and I are probably going to prefer. But you're yeah, going to get like I, that's how you're going to hook like young the younger kids and get them into sports. Exactly. And that's why Nick was so entertaining. This turned into a talk I was not mentally mentally ready to have today, but I thought I'm glad we Yeah, had it, I agree. Is, I've, I've, it's such a cool it's such a cool concept. Yeah. And I hope they really do expand on that. I know they're not doing anything this week with it. And I swear to God, if they do something at the Super Bowl, I might flip my lid because that would be the meme of the century. Yeah, but we, we're watching the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon in my house, if that's the case. <laughs> 110%, that's where like, I'm watching like it, Like, CBS too. who? Yeah, I don't know who they are because Nickelodeon's streaming the Super right? Bowl. Yeah. I'm trying to see Sweet Victory at halftime, not this nonsense. <laughs> see it done Actually, right. I do think The weekend is performing this. I think The weekend's performing at halftime yeah. this year. What's up with this face? I don't know, but I'm happy he's performing. I love The weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, this is probably going to be one of my more favorite ones in recent memory. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last few. I, I remember Cole. I mean, Shakira. Yeah, I was a big fan of blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, was, I mean, that, that, you was, admit, that was a fire halftime It show. was, but it was. It, I had a hard time because I'm surrounded by friends and family, like, watching that television because I'm just like, <laughs> you know. You like, gotta, you gotta mentally be like, uh, yeah, is that, like not, you're, you're not trying to watch? You're exactly not I'm, here for the I, butt, yeah. dude. Like, I like, I'm I, here, I, to I, music, I, I'm here for, for the I'm here for the butt. Butt. That's it. <laughs> like that's it. Uh, yeah, that I one actually was like good. The weekend as an artist, though. Yeah, so I like the weekend. Um, gosh, Reg- minus the uh, outcome of the game, Super Bowl Forty Eight. I was a big fan of the Bruno Mars one. I liked that one a lot. Oh my gosh, amazing! Yeah, that was awesome. Amazing performance. Uh, that was probably the most recent one I loved to date. Uh, who else did a really good one? Lady um, Gaga was really good. Lady Gaga. Oh, my Lord. That yeah. was one of the best ones of all time. Was that Super Bowl 53? Uh, no. Maybe? Super Bowl halftime. Lady Shit. Gaga Super Bowl performance. Yeah, this wasn't ex- – yeah, I know the Super Bowl 51. halftime show is on the state of the it Super It was the Bowl. one – it was the one before. Okay, so yeah, that was 51. so yeah, that was that was Falcons Patriots. Yeah. Ah, uh, so that 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 Super Bowl was just entertaining in all forms of the way. I got it. Yeah, it. got it. Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, yeah, I think Justin, Katie Perry Justin Timberlake well. did fifty two, right? I don't know. Ours was ours sucked. Whoever whoever performed at halftime for the Eagles kind of sucked. Yeah, it was no. Was it Adam? It was Adam Levine. Was it was it Maroon Five? That's who it was. Yeah. Because I and remember then Justin we Timberlake about... did 53. No, no, Justin Timberlake did do 52. Adam Levine did 53. That was the other, other way around. Okay. Yeah. I was no, like, Justin uh, Timberlake's was... was good. Adam Levine's was, yeah, his was, solid. was not good. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, um, and then Katy Perry's was really good. Yeah, that spawned Left Shark. Yes. We stand Left Shark. And how can you that, – that, that, that entire thing was just beautiful. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're, Beyonce. We're, we're going to take it way back, though. Way, way back. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm way back. Epic moment. I believe this was Super Bowl 41. Okay. I want to say it was Colts Bears. Uh, Prince okay. doing oh purple Lord, purple yes. rain in the rain in Miami. That was badass. Yes. yes. During a downpour, you better believe it. Yeah. So I think the Side week I think the weekend will be good. Uh, yeah, he's, he has a lot of good songs. A lot of popular. Songs. Exactly. Yeah. Good, good so good. I think it'll be good. I'm excited for it. All right, let's talk football now. Yeah, uh, we've, we've gotten the entertainment factor out. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I wasn't talking about, about Beyonce. Yeah, no, let's talk football. Oh yeah, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Beyonce is important here. Um, we kicked things off with Wild Super Wildcard Weekend with the Colts taking on the Bills in Buffalo in a very close bout. May I add? That was game it? Was yeah, it was a good entertaining game. from beginning to end. Yes. Uh, Bills ended up winning 27-24. They will be at home against the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. A uh, really, honestly, good game from both. Um, 
there was nothing. There was no shame from either side. No, no, no hang heads. No, nothing. No, this was a great so. yeah, game from game. beginning to end. Everyone left it out on the field. It's true. Yeah. Um, and based on what kind of happened after the game, it kind of feels like Philip Rivers is heading towards retirement. He was super emotional after the game. I'm so sad. Yeah. I, I, I saw that and I was, I, I wanted to cry for him. Yeah. I, I wanted mean, to cry for that man. As oh. a Broncos fan, I was not the biggest Philip Rivers fan in the world. And yeah, it made me sad. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big Philip Rivers fan either. Um, but I have respect for the man, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I mean, him going out like that, like this was, this could have, this potentially was his last chance at a ring. Yes. Obviously not going to get it, and he put one heck of a fight up to get there. So yeah, definitely nothing but respect. Nothing but res- nothing but respect for this man. Yep. Um, he did put up 309 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, no picks. Like honestly, just a good overall game. Josh Allen had yeah. 324 passing, two touchdowns, plus one more rushing on 54 yards. Yep. No picks. Yeah, like like, like genuinely, yeah, genuinely out. a good back and forth game. I have no complaints about the out the, the this game and how it turned out. Not even a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo. Buffalo seems like our favorites from the AFC. So yes, we're very happy they still with are. the outcome. But geez, man, holy crap! Yeah, oh, poor Philip Rivers, dude. That's all I have to say. Great football game, though. Phenomenal football game. Yeah. All right. Um. So with Rams, that, we'll talk a little Rams Seahawks. Seattle. Yes. yes. So, um, uh, I'm sorry, but did I? I mean, did I tell you? You weren't you weren't wrong. Yes. Um, Speaking of that, you ended up going five and one this week. I went four and two because we the only game we yes, had different was Browns. This was the only Steelers. game I got wrong. I feel like morally <laughs> though I'm five and one because morally I morally you are five morally and one. I'm five I'll and one because I, I I said I'm like if this if there was gonna be one upset upset I thought it would be this and I thought it was gonna be the Browns and both of us somehow yeah imagined. exactly we right. yeah um so the Rams end up winning this game thirty to twenty they are in Green Bay this weekend. I have a couple things I want to talk about with this game, though. Sure. Because this actually makes an impact with the Green Bay game. Who the hell is John Wolford? Uh, not the quarterback <laughs> anymore. Did you see what happened? I mean, yes, but he was starting this week. Yeah, he got – he was like – Well, no, he just, got they a were ne- worried serious about, neck injury. Yeah, they he? were worried about Jared Goff's thumb, so he was the emergency quarterback. John and then, Wolford yeah, was? John – no, Jared Goff was the emergency quarterback. And then uh, John Wolford suffered that neck injury. I mean, like, he, like he went to the hospital. Like, like they ambulanced him to the hospital. It was that bad. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and Jared that. Goff yeah. came in with, uh, and and they honestly didn't make him throw the ball that much. Like Cam Akers had twenty eight carries. Yeah, he only threw. He less threw less than twenty times. Uh, the big part, the big issue with me was Russell Wilson threw the ball twenty seven times, and it completed eleven. Like Russell Wilson did not look good, and that's I mean, sad. We've known the Rams have arguably the best secondary in the NFL. Agreed. I, I, I do say that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's definitely a point that we can make here. Uh, but man, it just it just it 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 irks me that this happened, bro. Like I'm not mad that the Seahawks lost. More so that they just didn't show up to the football game. Yeah. And when they showed up to the football game, it was too little too late. Exactly. Like they had a very good chance of trying to win this game, and they played perfect enough defense to do it, and then they screwed up. They just didn't get anything done. They had, like, three three-and-outs in the second half to start it, and it was just yeah. tough. We said our biggest concern was going to be can they get, can, can they, can they get the offense and going, and, and they didn't. And When the offense was doing their thing, finally, like, they actually scored. Defense couldn't stop the Rams. But when yeah. the defense was doing their thing, couldn't put points on the board. Mm-hmm. Just how it is. There was even a pick six. I think it, it, Russell Wilson's one turnover this game was a pick six, which kind of sucks. Yes. It is what it is. So. I think that was a little bit on this. I don't know if it's on the staff or if it's on DK, but the pick happened right after. I don't know if you saw DK threw a fit on the sidelines, like threw his helmet down, blah, 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 blah. I didn't see all this. You know, and yeah, and they, they targeted DK on that screen pass that literally just got jumped and like uncontested pick six. Tough. So I don't know if that's on like the the staff being like, all right, just please DK, or DK being like, please DK. But that's what it kind of seemed like from a outsider's perspective. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's just my mindset on it. And LA wins the game; they're gonna head on where to Green Bay to take yeah. on the Packers. Definitely a tough matchup for them. Uh, definitely, I'm 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 thinking this is a tough matchup for the Packers. Really? 
I'll, I'll explain when we get there. Okay. So I'll, then, I'll with that, about that, you want to talk Washington football team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You know what? I do. And you know what I want to do? I want to give credit to the Washington football team. Yes. If you weren't going to, I was. that this team pulled this off. If you weren't going to, I was. This was actually a really, really good game. Good for Washington. Like, they were definitely getting smoked. Like, they should have lost this game, like, by, like, two, three touchdowns. They were down 18, I think, seven at halftime or something like that. And they came out and put up one heck of a fight. And the fourth-string quarterback named Taylor Heineke did better than – let me think. Let me think. Did play better than Russell Wilson. This Um, weekend, yeah. Probably Mitch Trubisky. I don't know. That's MVP Mitch Trubisky to you. <laughs> if 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 uh, Taylor Heineke was playing on Nickelodeon, he would have won the MVP. Just saying. There's no way he doesn't, right? This dude popped off, and I have to give him nothing but the fines. They may have found a quarterback that might actually help them. Do I think it's a long-term solution? Hell no. Potentially. Potentially. But it could be. It could because be. we don't know. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback situation in Washington is so uncertain right now because we don't know Alex Smith's future. Um, he's just too many injuries, dude. Exactly. Like he's he's way beat up. Like, and I, and, time. I don't know because he tried so hard to come back. Like like this kind of ain't shit, you know. But yeah, I but I've like, heard of there's ru- only so I, much you can do. I've heard rumors because of another story that we haven't gotten to talk about yet, which broke like literally a okay. couple hours ago. Oh wait, what? Urban Meyer okay. becoming oh, the head coach in Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, which obviously the Jacksonville is the number one overall pick, but. There's been Urban rumors Meyer's of possibly Ohio Urban State, Meyer trying to right? – Ohio State. And um, so he was Ohio State. Before that, he was Florida. So that's Tim Tebow, Florida. Before that, right. though, he was Alex Smith, Utah. Oh. So I've heard of possibly him trying to go get Alex Smith to kind of mentor whoever ends up being the pick, which is <laughs> like – Justin Fields. Is like, yeah, 90, <laughs> 99 out of 100 times it should be it should be Trevor Lawrence. But there is the narrative now that it could be Justin Fields because Urban Meyer was at Ohio State. Which makes perfect sense, though, because he knows what to do with him. Yeah, but there, well, like, there's no way you still take Trevor Lawrence. Because here's the here's <laughs> the thing: before taking the Jacksonville job, Urban Meyer had made the statement like he he would he would take Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields. Yeah, so you would take Trevor. Yeah, take Trevor so Lawrence. I'm gonna say 99 out of 100 times he takes Trevor Lawrence. But but it, regardless I mean, of who that is, like I've heard rumors of of him possibly trying to go get Alex Smith to be like a mentor figure. That would could be interesting because that means Jacksonville would have to give up something to trade for him, right? Alex Smith's still under contract. I believe so, yeah. Or is he a free agent? That's important. Alex Smith. I mean, you can trade them Gardner Minshew. Washington's, like. Four-year deal. Wow, Jesus Christ. Trade him Gardner Minshew in, like, a fifth or something. a free agent in 2023 so he'll, he'll be on the last year of his contract but like are you gonna pay 20 million dollars for a backup but i don't know the the jacksonville jaguars have 75 million in cap space right now she go get out yeah Smith, yeah man. you might as well right <laughs> yeah yeah and like well. you give him gardner Minshew and flip him like like a fifth might be a bit too much but flip him like a gardner yeah. Minshew and like a fifth sixth or seventh or something for their troubles you know yeah exactly that's a, that makes sense but like Taylor Heineke, he's dude, dude, solid. Yeah, I mean, Man, he, that he, he was touchdown a, yeah. he had. That's this. There's some fight in him that I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I was a like, string quarterback. Like th- that gave me John Elway Super Bowl 32 vibes. That like you know yeah, the he hel- you know off. you probably even know like the iconic helicopter run. Yes. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. That's what it reminded me yeah. of. It's just like like how bad does Taylor Heineke want to f- win this football game? No, it wasn't even about. He he showed that he wants to be there. Yeah, and I think he deserves every bit of a contract for next season. I agree, even if it is for a backup. Even if role. he's a backup, yeah, exactly. I mean, because it won't be Dwayne Haskins, obviously. It's probably not going to end up being Kyle Allen. Like Washington's going to have to figure out what they want to do at quarterback, if they want to go get a free agent or if they want to get a draft a quarterback. But keep in mind, they're going to have the what nineteenth pick now. Yeah, there might be. I mean, they might be able to swing like a Trey Lance type of guy. Trey Lance potentially, like maybe Mac Jones. Right, exactly. Or, um, the guy out of Florida, Kyle Trask. Yeah, exactly. They could get some yeah, people. Yeah, so, but it, unless you're super confident in that prospect, you got to go get one of the free agents. You go get, like, Jimmy G. Yep. You go get potentially Matt Stafford. You go get potentially Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz might not be a free agent well, anymore because we haven't gotten to talk oh, about yeah, we that either. Of, 
Oh, we got a lot to talk about with that. Yeah. Holy crap. For anyone knowing, we're going to talk a lot about coaching carousels and everything more next next week. Uh, this week, we're going to talk a little bit about our um, award candidates that, or award winners, we think, after season's finally over. Let's give some predictions here. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Taylor Heineke, he played out. He balled out. He did his thing. Yep, certainly. Uh, Cam Sims did his thing. Terry McLaurin. I think this this Washington team has a very bright future. I do as well. I, I mean, they have a, a, they, a really dominant defense. I think they, they get a quarterback. They get some more pieces on offense because Terry McLaurin looks good. Like He's a good one receiver. Antonio Gibson, if he ends up working out, will be a good running back. They have an all-pro guard, I believe. Something like that. Like, like they're, they're pretty, It looks like they're pretty much set on, on offense outside of quarterback. And maybe go get like one more piece. Like Go get a receiver in this draft. Go get a tight end or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, I like Washington. Like, um, provided what happens with Dallas and Dak, the Dak Prescott situation, and obviously they need uh, – well, actually, Dan Quinn got hired as the their defensive coordinator. Which I did see, which was very interesting. I agree. I think that was the move for sure. I mean, Dan Quinn was the, was the Seahawks defensive coordinator in the Legion of Boom days. That's how he ended up getting the Falcons job. Makes sense. So, obviously, he knows what he's doing on defense. And if that ends up working out with the offense specifically, I think with Mike McCarthy, I mean, obviously it's, it's still Kellen Moore running that, but he might be the fucking Eagles coach now. Oh my gosh. Uh, but still yeah. provided the Dallas works out. I think it'll be Washington and Dallas are probably the best two teams in the East next year. Yeah. It, I mean, to be fair, if I think it really depends on who the Eagles hire head coach too, though. Potentially, yeah. I mean, the Eagles could be competitive. If that's head very coach true. And that's they keep very Carson true. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Now, now that Doug EP is out in in Philly, which I want to be keep in mind, no one, I don't think anyone was expecting. Not even a little. I thought bit. they were going to get rid of Carson Wentz and they were going to keep everybody else. Not even you know, a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, like they said, Doug EP's gone. Doug EP real life fell on Howie Roseman's sword. Yeah, basically what happened. Like, yeah. And. I, I mean, Dougie P has some blame to go to his way. He deserves a lot, like some blame. Don't get me wrong. So does Carson Wentz. For sure. But a lot of it goes on Howie for not drafting well at all whatsoever. The last two drafts. Yeah, we've given up people like DK Metcalf, Justin Jefferson, and instead we took Jalen Rager and Jalen Hurts, and that's yeah. just not, not, not good. Yeah. Like, I understand it wanting a backup quarterback, but not someone who should be a starting quarterback in the second round. You go out and get someone like that in, like, the fifth or sixth round, maybe. Yeah. But, like, Nate Sudfeld is a very – he's a very serviceable backup. I'm, I, I, I'm a big Nate Sudfeld fan. Just throwing that out there. We have a lot, we have a lot to talk about with that, like, yeah. next week. We're going to have some fun discussions about that next week. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, Washington football team, give them props. I give them their props. Most certainly. Uh, but Tampa Bay, you know, it's Tom Brady. Like – playoff time yeah tom. yeah right. this is playoff tom this is vintage tom brady this is what tom brady does exactly yeah. and he's but, won but, his first nfc playoff game his first uh him. his first game is a wild card too he's never been the wild card wait has he really never been a wild he's card? played in wild card games but he's never been the wild card he's always won the division when he was in the playoffs oh that's nuts actually yeah that's crazy he's never had an away playoff game round one well until this week actually. yeah Yep. So, uh, Bucks will be in first, New Orleans wait. this week for that's round crazy. three of that matchup. Oh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about with that one. So yes, I'm excited for that one. Uh, but moving right along in Super Wild Card Weekend, uh, we have Baltimore Ravens heading over to Nashville, Tennessee, to play the Tennessee Titans. Yes. In a also very entertaining game. For sure. Um, Ravens end up winning twenty to thirteen in Nashville. Um, Lamar Jackson got going on the ground. He had one rushing touchdown. He threw one pick, but I mean, he had almost as much rushing yards as he does passing yards. That's vintage Lamar Jackson. That's what he does. I have to say he had one rushing touchdown, but that one rushing touchdown. Yeah, that was, that was, was a 48 yarder where he literally snapped like six guys ankles. Yes. That, yeah, that, I mean, that was Ryan Tannehill doing Ryan, or I'm sorry, excuse me, Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. And the Baltimore defense did everything in their power to contain Derrick Henry, and they did just it's that. It's true. Derrick Henry had average, yeah, 18 carries for 40, 40 yards. yards. Nothing. Yeah, so, yeah, the nothing. Titans couldn't get going. 
at all. And the Titans defense had a hard time stopping Lamar Jackson. And I think that was ultimately the difference maker was the, the, the Ravens defense really, really, really showed up. And the Titans defense was arguably the weakest in the playoffs. And they, they couldn't stop Lamar. Yeah, certainly yeah, a good and, game. I mean, end of game, you know, we, we, we see the taunting call for the, the Ravens dancing on tight on the Titans logo mm-hmm. as they should for what happened in the first matchup. Yeah. So I'm not mad at them. Yeah. I mean, that, that does kind of feel like a up yours sort of thing, but yeah, they deserved it though. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened first. That's what happened first time. And the Ravens are going to go ahead into Buffalo, take on the bills, which is a, yeah, that's probably ooh. my favorite matchup of the weekend. Honestly. That is my second favorite match of the weekend, dude. Ah, uh, Bucks saints, dude. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. That'll be good too. But yeah, I think this is potentially – these are two quarterbacks that may not play next year. Yeah. One's done yeah. After, potentially after Definitely. This. Yeah, either of the either Tom or, or Drew are potentially done next year. So. Yeah, so this could be a winner go home for – this is a winner. Winner, winner go for home forever. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, my Lord. I just – I can't pick. It's so tough. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I really like this Ravens build matchup. I'm actually going to watch this game at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Ooh, nice. God. As long as you know, I get a table. It's only me and another person. So hopefully that's the case. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, next up, the game game of the week. Game of the week. Right? Saints Bears? Game of the week. This... How can you not pick the Nickelodeon game as the game of the week? Yeah. In terms of, <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- th- yeah, this was, this was my favorite game that was on Nickelodeon this week for sure. Facts, exactly. Yeah. So, New Orleans just gave Chicago the smoke. Yep, yeah, 21-9. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. They gave them the smoke. Kind of what we expected, honestly. Like, the Bears are arguably the weakest team going into the playoffs. It was never them in Washington. And I had watched it put up more of a fight. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, Drew Brees, 265 yards for two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 99 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown uh, going yeah, to and... Michael Thomas, which is good to f- see all three of Brees, uh, Kamara, and Thomas on the field now. Yeah, 99 yards on the ground for Kamara, too. Yep. 873 to the air for Mike Thomas. Uh, I believe there was a dropped touchdown pass. Was it Wims? Yeah. The guy who punched the Saints cornerback in the first matchup. Oh, man. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's, he made, that's he, a bad the look. The crazy part about it is he made a spectacular catch. Like, the play before that. Yeah. Like, a super nutty catch, and then drops a e- the easy one. Like, come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, on the on the trick play, the end around, double pass, wonkaroo, whatever you want to call it. Right right through his hands. Yeah, and he, it was... Mitch Trubisky couldn't have put that anywhere else. It was perfect. Yeah, that was an immaculate throw. Yeah, it was, everything was perfect except for the catch, yep. which didn't happen, so... Yeah, Bears lost. I mean, that's it. It is what it is. Like, I, I have nothing else to say about that. Yep, Bears lost, uh, and Nick Mitch Trubisky won the MVP. So, yeah, good, good. For, how many, good for how many, uh, how many MVPs did Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes have? None. Checkmate. Exactly. Checkmate. Uh, the problem is, the problem I have, that they didn't play Nick Foles at any point in this football game. And you know what's crazy is, I was wrong. I actually don't think they needed to play Nick Foles in this game. Because I think Mitch Trubisky played really well. Yeah, I think he did too. He did everything in his power to win the game. Like, dude dropped a touchdown. Like, how? Like, ah. Uh, uh. Sorry, Bears fans. That sucks, dude. Yep. I really do feel bad. Game would have looked 10 times better had he not dropped that. Just saying. You guys would have up like 10 3 at one point. You guys would have had a crazy momentum and then he drops it. You hate to see it. All right. Yeah. We're ready to talk the last one Browns, now, Steelers. This. This might have been the, like, real life game of the week. Yes. Like, whatever was keeping the Steelers in games, they didn't show up for the first quarter. What, the the what, Browns put up twenty-eight points in the first quarter. The Steelers, the, there was there was a team other than the Browns participating in that football game in the first quarter. I know, like like twenty-eight to zero. I know, but look first at quarter points. Real quick, we gotta talk about the first play because that gave me a Broncos fan PTSD. Oh yeah, first play of the game, high snap over. I believe it was over Ben Roethlisberger's head. Fumbled, recovered, touchdown. Yes. For real estate. Yes. The, that's the same thing happened to Peyton Manning in Super Bowl 48. Still seven years seven years later, I still get 
PTSD from it. <laughs> God, it was not fun. And then, but and then the drive after they throw an interception. Yeah. And then like, can, can we right talk about these stats real quick? Ben Roethlisberger, forty-seven of sixty-eight for five hundred and one is... yards, four touchdowns, <laughs> and four picks. Uh, like so, Ben Roethlisberger was playing Madden. Yeah. Um. Ben Roethlisberger's completion, I believe his completions were uh, NFL record. How could it not be? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an NFL record for most completions in a in a game. Uh, you know who I have to give props to in this game specifically? This is the one person on the this is the one person on the Steelers that I'm going to give props to, and his name is Juju Smith-Schuster. Not once, not one time during that football game did that man give up. Not once. With everything going wrong, that man, any ball that was thrown his way, he was trying to, he was, he was on it. He fought for it. Caught it. He scored. Had 157 yards. Like, dude was on it. Like, yeah, but feels did, bad for him. Did, but did you see him dancing pre-snap when they were down, like, 21 or something? Like, I mean, did you, that, <laughs> I, gotta get his, he gotta get his vibe back somehow. Like, you know what I, I hate? I hate when people, why people were so mad at Juju Smith-Schuster for dancing on enemy, or like opposing teams' logos. Like I understand the opposing team being upset, right? I get that. Like why? No one, you don't want anybody to dance, but you get you get smacked, and then you can't say nothing. Yeah. Like I don't understand why fans were pissed. Like, dude was twelve. Like they were twelve and four. Like, by no means was this a bad season for the for the Steelers, no. in my opinion. Did it end poorly? You bet it did. Oh but shit! Like, yeah, it did. This was not a bad season. And dude is just vibing. He's just having a good time. Just doing his thing. Like, everyone has pregame rituals. Are you going to get mad at Ray Lewis for doing his d- dance at the beginning of every game? On a logo, yeah. Ah, That's the difference, man. Ah, it really is. I get it, but you, 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 you know what I mean? I get what you're saying, yeah. Ah, I'm just saying. I, like, I, I, just, I, get, I get it as an opposing team. Yeah, like, but okay, I'm, let, I'm let's mad at, I'm mad let's at Steelers fans he, he does for being the, mad at him. If he if he does it to the Philadelphia Eagles, he's a dead man. Oh, of course he is. Like, that's the yeah, difference. Facts. You know, that, like that's what I'm saying. Like, he knows how to pick and choose his battles. Guess what? What <laughs> you know? I'm just saying. Yeah, but like, I, I'm I'm more so mad at Steelers fans than anything. Like, they literally like they rid their own team off, in my opinion. Like, y'all, y'all were tripping about the wrong things. Yeah. And I, he was just having a good time, doing his thing. I, I, I don't, I'm not too mad at him. Yeah. Um, for all I care, do it, do it in the locker room from here on out. Yeah. Dude, do it as a pregame ritual, because you guys were winning when you were doing it. So do it, yeah. by all means. So, but, like, anyway. Yeah. Football game. So Baker had um, 263 yards, three touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, 48 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, opinion, do you think this was Ben, ben Roethlisberger's last football game? I think he's done. He's too. He's too old. I think he's, he's done in dead. Pittsburgh. I think he's I done. He's yeah, he's done definitely done. done. I don't. I think he's done. Done. I don't know where he's gonna go, and I don't know who's gonna. Like, I mean, because like it's it's getting to be about that time because him and he's Rivers, him and Rivers and Eli Manning were the 2004 draft class. Yeah, he's. I think he's done, dude. So yeah, potentially. Especially after this year, like he's a great quarterback in my opinion, but. I don't know, dude. He might have another year in him, but we'll have to I don't, see. I don't. I don't think he should go another year. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think the Steelers team either a. Like, I think no matter what he's done in Pittsburgh, you might be absolutely right because I think Pittsburgh needs to go a different route because I think this stand in the pocket type of person isn't going to help them because mm-hmm. you got to look at their. You got to look at the team, right? Young. I mean, receiving the, core. Dominant defense. Really good receiving core. Dominant defense. With, with, they need a young guy at quarterback to spark uh, a that up. A solid O line with no running game. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Jalen Hurts, like that type of person, would be really good for you. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, like they could go out and get. I don't know, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the Dwayne more Haskins, you're mentioning it, like, the more it's just like, the Steelers maybe need to look at the draft. That too, like Trey Lance would be good for them. Yeah, he's mobile. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's just a matter of how confident are they that Mason Rudolph could be a full time starter. Please God, no! Don't don't do that. Yeah, 
You saw what happened last year. Just the bonkening. We'll never <laughs> forget the bonkening. We'll never forget the bonkening. But good for the Cleveland Browns. They haven't won a road playoff game since, like, 1969 or some nonsense. Like they haven't won a playoff game since, like, 1990-whatever. Yeah. So, good for the Cleveland Browns. Like yep. they yeah, that's huge They for fought sure. really hard. They fought really hard for this dub. But I do have to say, I did I did like the fight from the Pittsburgh Steelers in the second half. Of oh, game. for sure. Like, yeah, the second they half. Like, it, yeah, no, not even. Like, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger threw for over 500 yards. Like they went, they were down thirty-five ten going to half. They lost by eleven points. Like I'm, I'm, I am inclined to give them their props where props are due. For sure. Like they did their thing. Yeah. They just did their thing a little too late. Yeah. Kind of hard to come back when you're down twenty-eight nothing at the end of the first freaking quarter. Exactly. It's tough. It's tough. I really thought they were gonna do it though. Yeah. I, I for half a second I really thought they were gonna do it. All right. All right. Let's talk for... some predictions. And the Chiefs and Packers were on buys for anyone who doesn't know that. Yes. Just, just saying. Uh, divisional round predictions. So first one of the weekends. This is by far the hardest week of football we've ever had to predict. Well, I yeah. Think, on, I mean, on, so far we were talking for beforehand. In theory, these are the eight best teams in the NFL. Like, obviously, yes. that's you know that's a little bit skewed. But in theory, these are the eight best teams in the NFL. So of course, this is going to be a difficult week to predict. But um, we'll yeah. start off Saturday afternoon. We got Rams at Packers. Oh, man. Uh, Packers coming off their bye. Rams coming off a huge win in Seattle. It's seeming like Jared Goff will be the quarterback because obviously it won't be John Wolford. Uh, but how healthy yes. is his thumb? We don't know. They announced Jared Goff was starting, though. Yeah, sure. okay. So I think there's a lot of reasons that to pick the Packers here. They're coming off the bye. We don't know what the Rams quarterback situation will look like. Yeah, the Rams have the best secondary in the NFL, but this isn't the Seahawks. This is the right. Green Bay Packers. Like, even if they can't beat you over the top with Devontae Adams, we sh we saw in the Titans game, I could cite that as evidence, that they can they can beat you up. So, and right. like they have two really good running backs. They have Aaron Rodgers and, and a really solid receiving core. And I feel like their defense is going to do enough. I, I like the Packers in this game. I, I, I was in the Rams corner for a little bit here. And I actually, so I don't ever, I kind of just pick based off of my, of my opinions. Most yeah. Of the time. I don't ever like pick statistically or like this, that, like I don't put numbers. This is the one time I actually looked up players and, like, actually was thinking hard about it this this week. Like, I actually try hard it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Packers, though, this week. Okay. Um, my reasoning being is I think that it, all the reasons you said, Aaron Jones can beat you up on the ground. Um, we know that they can get the play action going a lot because that's that's their offense. They run a lot of play action. And it's really going to fall on can the Rams defense – honestly, can the Rams defense put up points? If the Rams defense puts up any sort of points, I think the Packers are in trouble. I agree. But if they don't, then, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. Well, there we are. Okay. Oh, Lord. So, Saturday nights, we got Ravens at Bills. We have oh, the five-seated Ravens in Buffalo taking on the two-seated Bills. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Oh, Lord. Like I said, this is probably my favorite game of the weekend. Oh, my gosh. So someone on stream yesterday asked me who I who I who my Super Bowl prediction was while I was rebuilding doing the Jets rebuild, mm -hmm. and I said Bills, Buccaneers. Really? That's what I said. Okay. Those, that was my that was my Super Bowl prediction. And as I'm sitting here looking at everything, I am struggling to stand behind that statement. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another week of the podcast where we go spicy, not stupid. I am taking the Baltimore Ravens this week. Okay. Baltimore is going to upset the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo this week. I think that Lamar Jackson is riding a high. Buffalo does not have enough playoff experience to do long things in this. Yeah, they won their game, but it was also against the Colts in a tight one. I'm feeling, I'm feeling Baltimore. After what I saw last week from Baltimore, I'm ready to, to jump on that train. I know the Bills' defense. 
I know the Bills' defense is really good at containing the run. Like, very good at containing the run. But how the hell do you contain Lamar Jackson? It is no one... Like, it's very hard to do that. The Titans have done it the best, and they failed to do that last week. So, I'm, I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens in the upset. And I'm allowed to do this because I have cushion right now. <laughs> yeah. Wins, losses. Can I even I'm catch up? It. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would have to, we'd have to be near different, and I'd have to be near perfect in order for me to catch I'm, up. I'm going so. to go for it. I'm going to go Ravens this week. I know who you're going with, and I'm not mad at you, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling the upset. No, I yeah, don't know no, why. I, yeah. Ooh. Ravens is not the worst pick here in the world. Not at all. Not even a little bit. It's not like I'm taking the Browns or the it, Chiefs. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not completely disagreeing with your Ravens pick there, though. I'm sticking to my guns and saying Bill's Packers is my Super Bowl prediction. I have changed two matchups literally back and forth as we've been talking. Yeah, this I, one was one of them. I'm going Bills. I'm going go, to stick with my guns. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. That's crazy. That's, it's such a close. Oh, my gosh. I, I hope this game is as entertaining as I want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, mm, okay. All right. Chiefs-Browns. <laughs> Chiefs-Browns, Sunday morning. The six-seeded Browns going up against the well-rested one-seeded Chiefs. Yep. We're going spicy and stupid. Cleveland-Browns. <laughs> what? I've, only see, I've seen this raw strength only once before. I didn't fear it then. I'm going to fear it now. That's I'm all ready. I'm leaving it as. I'm taking the Chiefs. I feel like if I tell too many secrets, then the Browns auto lose. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like, I like, I like it. I like the spice. Spicy I like and it. stupid. I like the yeah, spice. you're spicy, not stupid. Nah. I'm spicy and stupid. I'm, I'm gonna go Chiefs only because I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I almost picked the Browns in this game because of what happened last week and how good they started, but or how good their game was. But the problem is, is how much they gave up, right? I think they gave up 37 big points. I'm sorry, but you're not going to get, like, an inter- uh, four interceptions, a fumble touchdown off of Patrick Mahomes. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think I, so. I don't think they're going to turn the ball over five times. That's that's my mindset here. Do I think that they could still put up numbers to win this football game? Yes. Because, I mean, I think, personally, if I'm being honest with you, I think any team in this divisional round is capable of making it to the Super Bowl right now. Like, very capable. I'm inclined to agree. Except for maybe the Rams because their QBs hurt. And they're, they're, like, a little crazy. But, like, I still think they could beat the Packers. And I think they could still beat the Saints or the Buccaneers. Yeah. And go to the Super Bowl. Do I think they'll beat anybody in the AFC? Probably not. But I think the Browns could beat the Chiefs. And I think they could beat the Bills or the Ravens. Just saying. It'd be it'd be wild. It'd be nuts. But it could happen. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. But I, I very much like your Browns pick because I, I, I just – Shout out to Cleveland. Yo, Cleveland, y'all deserve everything that comes at you this season. <laughs> y'all won a playoff game. Y'all made the playoffs. Y'all deserve a good future. Round of applause for the Cleveland Browns. Y'all deserve it. All right, moving right along. Saints-Buccaneers. Saints-Buccaneers on Sunday nights. The third matchup this season, Old Man Brady versus Old Man Breeze. Um, Possibly the last game we could see from either of these quarterbacks. Not both at the same time, obviously, but... um, Because one has to move on to the next round. Yes. Uh, The... In the previous two matchups, the Saints won both. I kind of don't really have a reason to believe that won't happen again. I like the Saints matchup against the Bucs. And the the Saints have been screwed way too many times out of the playoffs. I'm having a hard time it'll have... A hard time believing it'll happen again. Like, statistically, there's no way it happens again, right? (laughs) So, I'm going to go with the Saints. Oh, man. I'm not not decided yet, dude. I'm... Okay, so this is this is what's going through my head, right? The Saints, the Saints are very capable, extremely capable. Um, I think this is this is almost no reason to lose this game. The problem I have, the problem I have, is where where it lies with the fact that last week the Buccaneers played some of their best football. Yes, I know it's against Washington football team, but that does not matter because they still have to play good football to beat that team. Right. Um, Brady played some of his best. He's played some of his best in recent weeks. I, I didn't think I would ever say this again in my lifetime. Antonio Brown is balling out. 
Yeah, I thought that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm having a hard time believing those words too. Uh, he's balling out. Leonard Fournette's doing good. Like Mike Evans, Godwin, like the team is team is there. And I know we're saying statistically, what reason do we have to believe that Breeze is going to lose again to like lose again like this? And well, what reason is he to lose to a team he's already beaten twice? The in statistics the is third times the charm. <laughs> That's what the statistics right, is. Exactly. Yeah. But we also need to apply that to the other statistic where this is the third matchup. Brady, you know, Brady ain't about that life. So, like, see where I'm going with this? Like, it's tough. This is a really tough matchup. I'm, I've been going back and forth about this matchup for a very long time. And my mindset is, who do I want to see go up against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the next round? Either of these teams. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to stick. You know what? You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for my boy. My friend Chris. He is a... He is a Houdat Nation fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna change everything I've ever said, and I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints to win this football game. Okay. I've had the I've had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for about three days now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go New Orleans. There's no way they get screwed again, right? There's just no way. No way they lose another one, right? Right. Right. I swear to God, New Orleans, if you guys lose this fucking game. <laughs> All right, so I have Packers, Ravens, Chiefs, Saints. <laughs> you have? I have the Packers, Bills, Browns, Saints. Dog, this is going to be one heck of a good week. So I'm no matter what, our NFC championship for us is Packers, Saints currently. Right. Yours is Ravens, Chiefs, mine is Browns, Bills. That's crazy. All right. Well, there's only one thing we can do. Oh, also, I want to point out that I predicted Ravens, Chiefs at the beginning of the year. So if that happens, I'm a prophet. That's true. That's what I predicted as well, and that could very realistically still happen at the beginning of the year. Uh, my NFC championship does not matter. It was Eagles Seahawks and um yeah, about Yeah, no, that's that way dead. That's dead. Mine was Eagles Niners. Niners, so that's also dead. At least my 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 at least Yeah, at least yours was alive for wild card weekend. And then they decided to not show up. <laughs> so they might as well have been dead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I believe we have one last topic to talk about, which is crazy because we're under an hour for like the first time ever, ever. on this podcast. Um, let's talk about some, some, you know, awards. Um, I do want to kick things off with the offensive rookie of the year because I think that is one of the hottest topics right now. Who do you think should win offensive rookie of the year? It's hard, too, because there's been a lot of – there hasn't been, like, a single standout rookie. There's been, like, a Agreed. lot – there's been a lot of above-average rookies. Agreed. Right now, though, I feel like the award should go to Justin Jefferson. Okay. But we know how skewed this is for quarterbacks. I think it will end up going to Justin Herbert. I am in the exact same boat as you are. Agreed. 10 out of 10. I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah. Justin Jefferson should win this award. No no questions asked. I don't understand why even any other universe he shouldn't. Like, I get, I get the QB thing, but, like, still, you know? Like, a wide receiver just won the Heisman. Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, Defensive rookie of the year. Chase Young, not even close. Chase Young, not even close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 Talk, no. No other topic. Comeback player of the year. Alex Smith. Okay. Cool. No I, way. I just want to make sure we're all in a group. They literally. I think NFL even tweeted out a picture of Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Alex Smith for comeback of the year. They had nobody else nominated because it, there's no reason it shouldn't go to Alex Smith. Like I can't. Like the only other candidate I can think of has been Roethlisberger because he got hurt last year, but. There's no way this doesn't go to Alex Smith. Yeah, he definitely deserves I'm it. I'm going to be mad if it doesn't go to Alex Smith, actually. I will be pissed if it doesn't go to him. 
Um, what else? Uh, defensive player of the year, period. See, now this is a tough one. I, I, I personally... I think there are a lot of good candidates, but I think there's an easy one here. It's close. Oh, they though. have. They don't have defensive or offensive. They just have rookie of the year. No, they have offensive and defensive rookie of the year too. It's just that oh, usually one of those will win the overall rookie of the year. I don't know why they even bother with that, but yeah, they do have offensive and defensive. Okay. Okay. Cool. Which should also still go to yeah. Chase Young. Just saying. Anyway. I agree. Should go to Chase Young. But. Um, I think the defensive player of the year is Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. You know what's crazy? Aaron Donald has had one heck of a season. But I think it should be a Rams player, period. Like, regardless. Like, they've, they have the number one secondary in the league. I'm going to say Aaron. That starts with the front, though. I'm going to say Aaron Donald, but I would argue Jalen Ramsey could be up there for that. Award. Potentially. Like he like that that Rams defense is really good this season. I don't see why anyone other than Aaron Donald deserves it though. Like, I can't think of anyone in particular. Yeah. So the odds right now, um, actually, it if it's not Aaron Donald, you know I might. Hold on. What color is that though? God, like, I can't. Where are you tell. seeing? What are you? Where are you, are you seeing odds for something? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't have those. I'm not cool enough. Interesting. So actually, the front runner right now for defensive player of the year is Cameron Hayward. That that's understandable though, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Pittsburgh did have a really good start to the season. You know, they I can see. It. I mean, they had arguably the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, he only had four sacks this season, though. Yeah, actually, Aaron Donald is in fourth place right now. Who's ahead of him? Cameron Hayward is currently the number one. Miles Garrett mm-hmm. is currently the number two, and Xavier Howard is currently number three. Oh, Aaron Donald. 13 and a half sacks and 45 tackles this year. Yeah, dude. I feel I'm going to stick to Aaron Donald, but the more I think about it, the more I realize it could be Cameron Hayward. I'm going to go I'm going to go Aaron Donald too, but I I see where I see what you're talking about. I really hope it's Aaron Donald though. All right. What is the offensive player of the year? Next one on the list. So, uh they have a bunch of weird awards like the FedEx Aaron Ground players of the game a year. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, which you just talked about. Salute to Service Award. I have, AP yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defense Offensive Player of the Year. Cool. Let's do Offensive Player of the Year. That sounds good. Um, there's two candidates right now, just because typically the Offensive Player of the Year is not the MVP. So obvi- exactly. there's going to be obviously a one big name that I'm saving for MVP. Yes. I think the two front runners for Offensive Player of the Year are the two and three guys for MVP right now, personally. Which... In- like, one of them is Josh Allen. One of them is Josh Allen. The other is Derrick Henry. Yes. I think Josh Allen should win this award. I feel like it's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's up there. I, I feel like it's Derrick. Yeah. did something else. I feel like it's Derrick Henry that wins Offensive Player of the Year, personally. I'm okay with either of them. Absolutely. Personally. Personally. I'm cool with either of those. Like, if they had, like, a breakout player of the year or whatever, because don't they have that in the NBA? No. Uh, most improved. That's, That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Uh, I think that would be Josh Allen, 100%. Agree, agree. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I think for Offensive Player of the Year, I'm going to go with, with Derrick Henry. Okay. All right. Uh, we talked defensive. We talked rookies. Offensive. Uh, psh, psh, psh. I... I... I MVP it is. Well, we got coach of the year too. I uh, coach. And then the, yeah, and then they have um the they have like a you know high school coach of the year, the Deacon Jones Award. Deacon Jones Award goes to the best defensive end in the NFL. That's probably T.J. Watt. Or, yeah. or maybe it's the best defensive lineman in the NFL. In that case, probably Aaron Donald or Cameron Hayward or T.J. Yeah. Watt. Any of them. 
Yeah. But if it's specifically defensive ends, it's probably TJ Watt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got coach of the year and then we got MVP. Well, we, we, they have assistant coach of the year. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't know enough assistant coaches. To I, I mean, really I, I think personally it's it's Eric Bieniemy. He's the OC for the Chiefs. That makes like sense. he's a, he's a high candidate to become a head coach at one of these spots right now. Right. So yeah, I that think if sense. I had to pick any, it would be Eric Bieniemy. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, but coach of the year. I mean, my boy, Andy a- Andrew Reed. Reed. I think and, I think Andy Reid is number two right now. I'm gonna give it to Matt Lafleur, coach of the Green Bay Packers. Okay. I'll I'll you know I will that makes. Sense. I think they're I one and two that. easy. Yeah. The boy Andy Reid is out here though. Yeah, Andrew Reid. Exactly. Um, da- do you want to talk about the Daily Fantasy Player of the Year presented by DraftKings and why it's Alvin Kamara? <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> you said enough. Uh, MVP is presented by Pizza Hut. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, the AP Most Valuable Player of the Year presented by Pizza Hut. MVP. Uh, this goes without saying. I mean, Coach of the Year this year was uh, that you think is going to be Matt LaFleur. Then MVP is I Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had one heck of a season, Yeah, he dude. did. Like, I think we've switched about three or four times. I've switched my MVP candidate three or four times. This ongoing year, but when it got yeah. to like week fourteen, I've been Aaron, team Aaron Rodgers for all of it. Dude's balling. Yeah, right now, right now, I feel like it's Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or the and Derrick Henry, the top three, or top four. Yeah, excuse me, four. I literally just yeah. said top four people. Um, yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a big gap. I I feel like it's Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I do too. Patrick Mahomes played really well, but like end of season stretch really didn't give enough. Yeah, exactly. And Aaron Rodgers did his thing. So Aaron Rodgers for MVP. Yep. Okay. And because we because we want to keep it under an hour for once in our lives, we're ending. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, one thing we can talk about though briefly is obviously I don't. I mean I don't. I care who wins this, but I don't care who wins this. Is the Walter Payton Man of the Year award? Yeah. Um, which is given to outstanding an outstanding player. Every team nominates one player for outstanding community service. I'm going to point out right now that the the front runner for it is Travis Kelsey. Really? Yes. For the Travis Kelsey Foundation? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I believe so, one. yes. Um, you know who should be up there? Rodney McLeod is our, the candidate, I believe, for the Eagles. And he does such a good job with the community there. Yeah. Uh, third place right now is, is uh, Justin Simmons from the Broncos. Good for him. So, yeah. For a long time, it was always Vaughn Miller because he has a really good, uh, really good foundation, too. But obviously, he didn't play this year. So, I imagine that's why a big reason why not. And Justin Simmons does a lot for the community, too. But Vaughn Miller... Um, he has a program called Vaughn's Vision, so he provides like uh, contacts and eyewear and like eye eye checkups and stuff like that for kids in need. That's awesome. Which is kind of, which is cool because it kind of it, it fits his shtick, you know. Yes. So exactly. yeah, that that's why I'm a big fan of it. But yeah, so yeah, Justin Simmons right now is third place. Um, I don't know the name, but it's the guy from the Chargers is in second place, which is shout out to the AFC West. Right. And, and fuck the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders don't do anything for Vegas, exactly. Right. <laughs> They just got here, and they don't even want to make a difference. Screw that. Kind of brief note, um, Mark Davis bought the Las Vegas Aces. Well, that was neat. I saw that today. Mark Davis is the owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. He's the owner of the Raiders. Yeah, and he bought the Las Vegas the WNBA team. Thank God, because they, they don't make money, and now they can stay in Vegas. Right? Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, WNBA just doesn't yeah, so make yeah. Walter, do Walter Payton Man of the Year award is, without a doubt, the most important award, just because that like that's that's your feel-good award. And it makes a difference, and that's why it's always awarded last. Yeah, last um, year it was Calais Campbell. year before it was Chris Long, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Eagle won it very recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think it was, I think it was the year we won the Super Bowl, I think he won it. Maybe. I thought it was the year after. Or maybe it was the year after. Either one. It was because one year. I, I think he retired after the Super Bowl, though, didn't he? No, I thought it was the year after. Are you sure? List of Walter Payton Man of the Year award winners. Yeah, 2019 was Calais Campbell. 2018 was Chris Long. 2017 was Eli Manning. That's funny. Oh no, it was the co-winners in 2017 were Eli Manning, J.J. Watt, and Larry Fitzgerald. 
Wow, that's actually an interesting. They don't have 2016 listed, and then 2015 was Anquan oh, Bolden. Jeff hired a head coach. Just now? Yeah, four minutes ago. Robert Robert Sala from Robert Sala the, is the 49ers DC. That guy. Yep, that's his, that's our new head coach. Interesting. Huh. Well, we'll talk about that all next week on the head coaching carousel. Yeah, we'll talk about that, divisional and there you go. Breaking news. Breaking news here. You've heard a preview of what's happening next week yeah. in the podcast. Freaking Robert Solib taking us over an hour. We got to go. All right, guys. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, as always, you guys are awesome and amazing. Appreciate all your support throughout this whole podcast. It has honestly been one of my dreams to have a very fun podcast to do, and I couldn't be more honored by all the listeners that listen on and having Eric and Patty and everybody that comes on to help out. Appreciate everybody and anything that we do. Have a great rest of your guys' night, day, evening, morning, whatever the heck is going on in your life at this moment in time when you're listening. We will catch you guys all next week for divisional and conference championships and some coaching carousel stuff. See you all then. Have a great rest of your guys' day. To uh, us at Behind the Plays, we are out. Peace. See ya.